When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. A Dadsnet original podcast. Hello and welcome to Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. It is the last episode of the first season and we're treating you because for the first time since very early on in this season, yeah. we are together. <clears throat> I Cheers, mate. Cheers, Baba. We're having a couple of beers. It's a Friday night. We've just come back from the cinema, but we'll get on to that uh, very shortly. Um, but we hope everyone's doing well. We just want to start by saying a massive thank you to everyone who's been getting involved in the group, everyone who's supported us since September. Everyone doing the... Um Movie the movie in plot one. in one sentence, yeah. The game's still going. Still, still going. going. I know that I'm running out of material because people are just using everything. <laughs> I took your go, by the way. You did, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I, a bit nowhere. I was, like, I was like, he's going to be far. Because you've got, what, your tour coming up. Got a tour coming. We've got, well, we've got holidays coming. We've just so, got, yeah. I've got wisdom teeth coming <laughs> yeah. out. I, yeah, so I appreciate you stepping up and taking my go. Um, but... This is going to be the final episode because we're both going away and obviously we want a little bit of a break, but we have spoken to the the people at Dadsnet and they are very excited to keep us on and Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast will be returning in September where we we actually saw some trailers which are going yeah, to be pretty sweet, aren't yeah. they? Uh, but we'll get on to that in due course. We're going to kick off this episode because I've actually been to cinema twice over the past couple of days. Uh, we will review the one we went to see today um, because we're both dying to... Who, who did you go to cinema with? I went to cinema with my daughter, Isla. Sweet, sweet. yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. My best friend, Will, who's over from Australia, and his son, Louis. I mean, you, you can go back to Australia if you want. <laughs> Don't worry, he is. But it was great to see him. And I thought, why not? Because he's got a four-year-old son called Louis, and he's an absolute little legend. And it's obviously, a great name. Yeah. yeah. And Isla, um, obviously being seven... He, he, he loved Isla and it was very very cute and we went to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem now obviously going back to the 90s the live action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. has a very blessed place in my yeah. childhood the, without the, a doubt the sort of big almost Mr. Blobby-esque outfits yeah I mean it was wore, when you watch uh, it now it's very dated yeah, and, but it was so but it was good, so, good. so good uh, so a little synopsis for you here after years of being sheltered from the human world the Turtle Brothers set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers. Their new friend, April O'Neil, helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get in over their heads when an army of <laughs> mutants is unleashed upon them. So, um, before I give you my review, uh, just to let you all know that I, for the first time ever, I didn't record with Isla. Um, I forgot, to be honest, and I thought, well, no, it's the last step of the season. Isla's 
played a big part in this movie podcast. So I challenged her to record herself. So what you're going to witness here is a seven-year-old with no adult. Uh, I mean, there's an adult in the house. <laughs> but You left food and water out. Yeah, that? yeah. And she just goes for it. And she talks about Louis, who's obviously my friend's best friend's son. And she gives her review of Mutant Mayhem. So let's hear from Isla. Hi, it's Isla from Adam and Courtney's Young Big Movie Podcast. Today, the movie that we're going to be reviewing is... Drum roll, please. Ninja Turtles! I can say Total Ninja. What's it? Total Ninjas. So... I thought it was really good. I thought there was a bit scary parts in it. I was relieved that my little boy wasn't scared. Louie, he's my mate. And then Mil- Will wasn't scared at all. Because he's my dad's friend. Scary, 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 scary. So it's time to go on the main event. My review. So... How many aerials I give it is probably about 11, 22, 33, 45, 66, 77, 88, 99, 110, 121. Thank you for listening to me from Adam and Cotting Jones' big movie podcast. I'm sorry that my dad wasn't here today. I know that he's the main character, but I guess he's not here. He's out with John. So, I hope you all have a great holiday. I'm going to the airport soon. So, bye. Bye, bye, bye. I'll tell you what, mate. She is. (laughs) She is absolutely crackers. Not even where she's going, just the airport. She goes to the airport. And I mean, the fact that she said that I'm the main character. Yeah. I just, not quite sure. But the one thing I will agree on is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. And I told you this once I'd yeah. seen it. You've got to take a sheen. Yeah, this to. is, this is one of my favorites of recent times. It was so funny. It was dead original. It was the voice. I mean, let me just run you through some of the stellar voice cast obviously splinter is played by jackie chan which is just oh, outrageous <laughs> and then bebop is seth rogan rocksteady is yeah. john cena yeah and then the the main bad guy is ice cube Isn't um, it? yeah and then paul rudd is, is also no superfly superfly that the baddie is so but, it's complete different oh, oh yeah it's completely good. different and paul rudd plays a role and he is outrageously hilarious like pro- like I was laughing me and Will yeah being two best friends finally it, uh, reunited Casey what's that is it, uh, like hockey mask no that's his weapons the hockey no stick. no Casey I think Jones. I think it's I think it's I don't know actually no I don't no it was all mutants it was all oh, mutants really? right. yeah yeah okay, so yeah, yeah. I don't think I don't know the name of the Paul Rudd Mondo Gecko he played Mondo Gecko Mondo Gecko but honestly if you're looking for a cinema trip with your kids I would say well my friend's son was four and he was known to get a bit scared in the cinema Uh, he was fine loved it me and my mate honestly so you're talking a pair of 34 year olds were howling howling laughing so make sure you go to the cinema 
to watch Mutant Mayhem because it is fantastic. But myself and Cotney John are having a bit of an end of season get together tonight, aren't we? We're playing a bit of beer pong. We're going to get some food, watch a documentary. But before we did that, we thought we're going to have to go to the cinema because we need a movie to review. Yeah. And what a perfect day because there's one brand new out today. And I've been waiting for this. You film. have been waiting. For and so long. I'm going to give you. So um, long. The synopsis, so Jonas Taylor leads a research team on an exploratory exploratory, thank you, I'm glad you're here, (laughs) dive into the deepest depths of the ocean. Their voyage spirals into chaos when a malevolent mining operation threatens their mission and forces them into high-stakes battle for survival, pitted against colossal prehistoric sharks and relentless environmental plunderers. They must outrun, outsmart, and outswim their merciless predators. Yeah. It is Jason Statham starring in the Meg, Meg 2. Two. Why would you do it? Because you're it's so annoying. <laughs> Meg 2, The Trench. So... As many of you will know, because we have spoken on the podcast before about the original, the Meg, which came out in 2018, was a very silly B movie style. It was brilliant, craziness. It was so good. It was so and it much was fun. yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So we both went into Meg Two uh, with with relatively kind yeah. of not high expectations, but expectations of it not being too bad. I think. I think. It was about nine months ago we saw the first advert. Yeah. And I was giddy with excitement. You like, were. I was so, 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 so up for this film. And I, because I love B-movies. I love, um, what's that one? It's like one of my favourite films. Of Sharknado. No, no. Oh, uh, Shotgun Wedding. Shotgun Wedding. One of my favourite f- films of the year. It's got a lot of love Shotgun. on Adam and Cutney John's I big love, movie podcast, yeah. The Shotgun Wedding. It's such a good film. Now, I love stuff like that. So, The Meg 2. The even, Trench. Even more Meg. Yeah. yeah. I was more well Meg excited. for your book. More Meg for your book. You wait for one yeah. Meg and three come, <laughs> three along, come at along at once. So, let's get into it then. The Meg 2, The Trench. Uh, should I kick us off? Or do you want to go? Uh, yeah, I mean, fuck me. It was like the worst episode of Captain Planet ever. <laughs> do you remember Captain no. Planet? No, I don't. <laughs> Captain Planet was an environmental superhero cartoon when I was little. Captain Planet, he's a hero. Gonna send pollution down to the zero. <laughs> Why would I know that if it was from your childhood? It was, uh, We're not thought, the same generation. It must have only lasted about two years then. Like, it, to be I fair, after that, it sounds that absolutely trash. I bet there's people that remember. Well, if you do remember Joe and Adam and Cutty John's Big Movie Podcast Facebook group. But this is worse than that. I mean, no one wants to watch a cartoon where they try and teach you something. No. <laughs> like, they thought we were stupid. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'll just jump in <laughs> and I'll say that yeah. personally... I, you know, we've done this podcast now since September. We've seen some bad films. We've seen some indifferent films. We've seen some amazing films. Yeah. This was hands down the worst film I've ever seen. And and I mean, like, it's it's 
1,000% going in my top five of all time, as in cinema trips. Worse. Yeah. Worse. Well, I was yeah, with, like, Inspector Gadget. Inspector Gadget, uh, Moonfall is in there. <laughs> if anyone's seen Moonfall, honestly, you will know. But the Meg to the Trench. Now, let's let's get one thing out of the way. Two massive Statham heads here. Yeah. Two, two lads who appreciate Statham's form. <laughs> yeah, 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 and that is yeah, you know when people are always like, oh, if I could have anybody, it'd be Brad Pitt. In yeah, the fight. Um, yeah, yeah, fight, yeah, club, fight club or the snatch. For me, yeah, for me, it would one hundred percent be Statham in anything. Yeah, just Statham. Statham. Yeah. yeah, and he's older. Like, <laughs> he's older than both <laughs> of us. So much younger than me. Um, <laughs> and you know, we we were at least hoping that it would be a bit of Statham, and it would be yeah. classic Statham. But he did not get any sort of material. It wasn't funny. It wasn't. It wasn't emotionally captivating. You weren't invested. It was pathetic. It was not fun in any way. No. It, do you know what I mean? Like the first Meg, there was loads of fun. Oh, it's a massive shark. Wee. This, it was like, oh yeah, we're going to do it again. But we're actually going to try and make it a really serious kind of film. You just didn't. I mean. But it's with awful, I mean, even the the special effects oh, were awful. so bad. And you and just it was they tried. That was yeah. The thing. It's, you can accept bad special effects going back to tornado uh, sharknado. Sharknado, yeah. The bad special effects adds to that film, and they don't try to pretend they could do anything other than that. That's what they could afford. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what they did. This that it was like they couldn't afford to do it any better. But they still tried to make it look. Well, like you they say could, that, and it was, but um, you know, hundred and hundred and thirty million dollar budget. Yeah, I mean, so what did they spend that on? I, I mean, Statham must Statham must have been <laughs> cashing in thirty <laughs> mil. The th- other thing is as well with movies with movies like this, like the first Meg. I thought the first Meg wasn't that bad. I didn't think it was great. I thought it was all right. But I didn't. I thought it was okay because it was self-aware. It knew it was ridiculous and it played on it. This seemed to think, do you know what? People loved the first Meg. So let's give them this dramatic storyline and get them really caring. The sharks don't appear until the last 20 minutes. We sat and watched an hour and a half of trash. Of a really bad thriller. Horrendous really bad dialogue as well. Yeah. The worst was just like... I think if we sent this briefcase up to the up to the ground level, it would sell for a billion. And then Statham went, billion with a B? I, I was sat there like, what? What? I expected the Dr. Reed. Yeah, one billion. <laughs> but it just... I, I Number one, I very, very rarely even think about leaving a film early. I've never done it. Yeah. Never, never want to do it. But I was at the brink because I thought it was dreadful. I think the whole cinema did. It, yeah, there was yeah, no yeah. atmosphere. I mean, to go from like Barbie and Oppenheimer last week to go to the Meg, yeah. and even the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because like I said, we were all laughing at Mutant Mayhem. But this, it just wasn't funny. It wasn't. It the action was poor. Yeah. It you couldn't see anything. It it just. <laughs> The sharks looked terrible. Yeah. And I know they the They kept changing sizes as oh. well. The point of reference. And then suddenly there was a no big octopus there. Yeah. Why? Why? It was, to me, it was clearly the Meg 
made a surprising amount of money. So they thought, we've got to do a Meg 2. Here, we've got this old space thriller story script knocking around. We'll just change the alien to a shark and put it underwater. It was clearly not written to have the sharks at the center of the film because yeah. they're not in it. it yeah, <laughs> it, it just... And then I'll... I mean, we're not giving any spoilers away here because genuinely, take it from me, you won't even laugh. It's not even like, oh, let's go and see it to see how bad it is. It's not even that. It's like, it's so bad. I can't even fathom how angry I was when I left yeah. that cinema. And yeah, that's yeah. rare, isn't it? Yeah. And I think the worst bit was just like, they got into this little speedboat <laughs> And then they were like, there's no way that this speedboat will get us to land. Then 10 seconds later, they're just like, look over there. It's Party Island. I mean, (laughs) come, come on. I mean, seriously. Oh, dear. I just just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mean, Statham clearly, I mean, he's clearly under contract for this film. Surely, yeah. he did not want to be there. He put zero effort into any of it. He he, he didn't even reveal his arms or anything, did he? No, no, no. No. We didn't, you don't see Statham, I mean... We want there's to see full throttle Statham, yeah. yeah. There's a reason for Statham. Yeah. And he, with, you know, all due respect, it's not your face, bruv. Do you not know got a bad I mean? face, though, he's, No, he's got a good face, but he looks good in a suit, to be fair. Yeah, he does, he yeah. Good. He smashes a suit. He does, but then, but but those suits that they put him in, uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. And the worst <laughs> bit was, I'm pretty sure, and I might, I might have to check this, but I'm pretty sure that the Meg, the original Meg, was a 15... I could have swore it. I don't know where I, I mean, can find that. I mean, it was just that. so much better, though. It was. But the original so Meg better. was there was violence in it. There was a bit. It was a bit like, yeah. oh yeah. And this is a twelve A, and it's you don't even see half the people die. And they that first guy who dies, <laughs> there's nothing. And they virtually they repeat an entire, I'd say, a good fifteen minute scene out of the original Meg. Yeah, just ever so slightly different, but good fifteen minutes. I just <laughs> there's just not there's just there's just nothing about it that I mean, and I love I love Statham, I love him, and I just want to say I'm sorry, Jason. <laughs> and we saw a trailer for Expendables four, and I'm well up for that. Um, I genuinely reckon me and you could have could have done that for like twenty grand. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I could have dressed as a Meg because yeah. I'm massive. And then... I'll do Statham's accent. You could do Statham's accent. We'll shave your head. We'll yeah. bick your head. It could have easily happened. I just... I mean, to think of the thing... I don't want to get too political or too kind of passionate, but the things what going on... Could have the things going on in this world. Because he lives. And they're dropping 140 mil on the Meg to the trench. It was the way it was like... It introduced you. It went back 65 million years ago, showing like a little clip of the Meg, then went to present day, and it was just immediately like, oh, so guess what? At the bottom of this sea, there's a trench. And it was just like, oh, that's why it's... And we've caught one. Yeah, we've caught one. Yeah, we've randomly got a Meg that we're keeping in. And then as soon as that Meg wanted to leave, boom, see you later. How did it get out? It swam through the fucking tunnel. Oh. It was like, like you built could have done place. that. It could have done that anytime. 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 It there, just, was, there was nothing standing in its way. No. 
And I, I feel like... I, I don't think we're going to have to put a warning. We're going to have to record a warning there are depot spoilers in this yeah. episode. But do you know what? No, if anything, this isn't spoiling it. This is saving you. If, if you are... And I'll tell you what else as well. It's like we went back in time. We went to a different cinema. Oh, in I fact, love, it's Can funny. I just get big shout out? I moaned so much about our Odeon at the Trafford Centre. Yeah, and yeah. Like, I think it's because... I'm now used to it being good so that when things aren't amazing, I'm then angry about it. Yeah, so if we don't go to if we don't go to the Dolby or the IMAX where you can yeah. recline and we have to go to a normal cinema showing at the Odeon, you're never that happy because you're no, never as yeah. comfortable. But we but so we're over near I'm, you, aren't we? Yeah, I'm never we're over near you. And we, it was actually, it was funny. It was nice. We've, it's like we've come full circle. So the first ever episode we recorded of Adam and Cotney John's Big Mood podcast, if you've been with us since day one, we went to watch uh, Don't Worry Darling uh, on a Friday night at The View in Accrington. And we've, we've just returned to The View in Accrington um, for the Meg 2. And... It's like going back in time. The cinemas, the cinema is just filled with old, like movie posters, just it, behind those glass, it, like yeah, with no sort of effects, like lights or anything. It was like when the cinema was its own building. Yeah, and then also uh, th- there's no drinks machine, so oh, you had yeah. to just get your authentic drinks, which I didn't, I didn't hate it. But they only had four choices. They only had four choices. <laughs> yeah, they only had four screens. True. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> One one flavour per screen. Do you know what um, one of the biggest rumours was when I was little, right? Uh, in Harrow, there was the three-screen cinema. Mm. And there was a rumour that went round that they had a secret fourth screen. <laughs> and that lasted like a year. <laughs> this secret full screen what, cinema. The, so, so the secret, and then everyone was just like, then the manager came out like, Nah, no, check everyone. Yeah. There's definitely only three screens. I, I work here, it's assholes. A tiny building. It's and just... why? <laughs> why? <laughs> um, so, ratings time. I wonder what people can guess what we're going to give Meg to the trench. Oh, God. I will kick us off by giving it the biggest, fattest zero, <laughs> Harry Stampers. That's not even one for a cheap No. I, listen, like I said... I, I do apologise to Statham. I love him, but I feel like he wasn't he wasn't invested in this. He didn't even like normally I always feel like Statham like he can save a terrible film. There's one film that I think if you've not seen it, check it out because I think it's Statham at his finest. And that is Spy. Yeah. Where he plays a comedic, jokey role of himself, and it's it's Melissa McCarthy. It's Jude Law. It's brilliant, brilliant, brilliant comedy. But Jason Statham is one of the funniest like performances yeah. I've ever seen. And even in, even in like the Meg, even in other films, he'll just kind of come out with crazy remarks. And then it's just kind of like, Oh, that's funny. But in this, it was it just, it felt like the editing as well. I thought the editing was so poor. Like it'd just be like, we need to get to the coast. And then stay them and just go like, put your foot to the floor. And then and that'd then be it. The it'd just caught. <laughs> yeah, it'd no, be no. caught and they were on the coast. It, it just, <laughs> It deserves zero. If I could give it minus, I would. <laughs> Cut me, Jan. <laughs> now, I'm in a quandary. Because, yeah. Shut up. And, uh, right? So, 
If I had to choose between that and Don't Worry Darling, mm. I would choose that. So that gives it a one. Then you've got who's the um, the lad, bring up the cast a sec, who plays the, if it was Deep Blue Sea, it would be the Ice Cube role. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was in the first one, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. But he was a bit more of a character in this one. And for me, he yeah, was the, the only in jo- Page Kennedy. Page Kennedy, yeah. yeah. He was the only, only good thing about this. And he one did, hour 56 it is. He, he made me like laugh a couple of times. Did he? That was the only, yeah. And that was... I don't remember you laughing, my face. <laughs> no. Like when he gets the bag, when all of a sudden oh, he yeah. goes, he has to explain why he suddenly learned karate, has a gun. It, 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 it honestly <laughs> makes no sense at all. He's brilliant. He may as well just said, because I have one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because this film is so because bad. This film's so bad. They can't even be bothered to think of a good reason for me having a gun. Oh, <laughs> so honestly. Weird. I just, I'm lost for words. I, I've never felt so, but so he gave it gutted. Half. He gave it half. So you're giving it one and a half? I mean, no, I can't one. <laughs> it was it's one uh, Sandy. It's zero Harry Stampers. It's one out of ten from Adam and Connie John's big movie podcast. I just realised I didn't review uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, no. Did I? Oh, no, I think I did review it, but I didn't rate it. Yeah. Right, so my rating for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem is four and a half. Really? Four and a half oh, for Teenage oh, Mutant right, Ninja Turtles. Right. So that's four and a half more than the Meg 2. <laughs> <laughs> now, we want to do something a little bit different as this is our final episode of the season. So we're going to do like a bit of an end of season award ceremony. So we're going to have four selections. I'm dressed up for it. You have. You have. You got a tux on. We're going to have the best film we've watched, the best film we've reviewed. Not necessarily the one that got the most stars, but just the one that yeah. has left the best impression. We're going to have the worst film, which is easy for me. And me, yes. So, yeah. The next one is going to be the film you were dead excited about, but really disappointed you. And then the last one's going to be the film that you weren't excited about, but really delivered. So, to finish the first season of Adam and Cotty John's Big Movie Podcast, your let's start with your worst film of the season. Oh, don't worry, darling. First one, it was, God, that film's horrible. Harry Styles, stop acting. You're a great singer. Yeah, well, yeah, he is. He's a good singer. He's a great he? singer, yeah. Yeah. You play, yeah. You play me a few of his. Oh songs, yeah, I love, right? yeah, yeah, I love Styles. Yeah, what is it? Story of my life. Well, that's One Direction, but that his one. his his uh, solo stuff is like we've been doing all this late night talking. Absolutely true. You know, you know, it's not the same as it. Do, 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 do. I played oh, you that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I'll play you some when we're when we're oh, beer yeah. ponging in a bit. Right, don't worry, Don. I don't think that's going to shock anyone. Yeah, I mean. YouTube the dance. It's worth a laugh to watch him do the dance. Yeah. YouTube in the dance. But no, don't watch the film. Just don't. It's uh, 
God, it's bad. It's It sort of takes so much out of you to watch that film. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's something... I don't know if I've... Believe it or not, I, I... And I think... I don't, I'll have to go back and listen to it, but there was parts of it that I liked and there was the style of it that I liked. So that isn't going to be... The funny thing is, we we were sat and in the cinema... it was someone else's style. We were sat in the cinema tonight and I... What's the name? Is that Asteroid City? Wes Anderson. Yeah, it's a Wes Anderson style. And I stolen. I'm I mentioned <laughs> this about doing well. it, doing an end of season like awards thing to Cotney John, and we were talking about it. And I said, right, yeah, my worst film will probably be. And the one I originally said was Megan. Yeah. Now I know there's a lot of people out there that liked Megan. I didn't <laughs> it. yes, simple as that. Enough, yeah. I just didn't like it, thought it was terrible, uh, didn't enjoy it. But Luckily for Megan, <laughs> stay from the Meg two like a wrecking ball. The Meg two has swam its way to the worst reviewed film uh, from me because genuinely I thought it was absolutely trash. It was the worst film I've seen on the cinema in a very very long time, and. If you listen to this podcast and and you like it and you like the bants, whatever it may be, if you're ever going to listen to us, listen to us now. If you pay money to go and see the Meg 2, please just spend it on something. You could go and get like a magazine. Yeah. Or you could rent a film or... Treat, buy some nice free-ply toilet paper. Yeah. Yeah. Cushel, is yeah, it? Cushel, Cushel, yeah. yeah. Get that double, double quilted yeah. kind of... Stuff on your egg. Stuff your finger don't go through. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so now we're going to move on to movie that we were really excited about, but let us down. Oof, this one, yeah, because I, I was excited about mm. it. I remember you just texting me a picture of um, the poster. Yeah. And just the poster got me excited. Yeah. And it's a shame because O'Shea Jackson Jr. is ridiculously good in it. Ice Cube's son, yeah. for anyone wondering. He's such a good actor. Like I can see him having Oscars. I really can. Mm. I just I hope he starts getting the roles now, because unfortunately that <laughs> film did him no favours. But uh, Cocaine Bear. Yeah. I mean, I think it that's was, a fair shout. I think a yeah. lot of people... You know, the director, Elizabeth Banks, she's done some good stuff, and she's hilarious herself, yeah. I think. There was parts of it that were funny, but I think it was very lazy and it it really we both sat I remember we was both sitting there and going, This should be good. Yeah. yeah. Like this should be yeah. good. And then we both walked out like mm, it just, wasn't great. Just the title made it easy yeah. to be a good film. And they did it. And all they had to do was Give the bear more coke. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. Give him the rest of the goddamn bag. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, just let go. Just let yeah. go. There were so many issues in that film that could have been solved by letting go. Yeah. Just, just open your hand. Let the bear kill everyone, for God's sake. <laughs> let him have a good night. Um, now, there has been, there has been some, there has been some, I've been excited about a lot of movies uh, over this season. Yeah. But I think one that I was, and it was mainly because of my mate, I'd not seen much about it, but one of my mates, Jimmy, was saying, oh, you're going to go and see this one. It looks amazing. And then he showed me the trailer, and I remember going, oh, my God, this is going to be, like, the best. 
And it was Adam Driver, who we are a big fan of at this podcast. And it was Adam Driver fighting prehistoric dinosaurs in 65 million years ago. And we went to watch it and it was the first of a triple header, if you remember, which was tough. And I hope people appreciate what we've put our bodies through because none of them were recliners. No, no. (laughs) That explains my tailbone issues. But 65 million years ago was so boring, so sucked of any sort of action and heart. The the little girl in it was well annoying. Wouldn't have minded the dinosaur getting there. Adam Driver did everything. Adam Driver did everything he could, but at the end of the day, like Statham in Meg 2, you can only, you know, you can only work with what you get given. And unfortunately, Driver in 65 got given absolute jackal. He's basically standing in the rain for an hour and then a dinosaur's going to stare you. Yeah, it was was literally, wasn't it? Like him just just surveying with a gun and then you just hear like, "Ah!" and it's like... We gotta move. We gotta move. Oh, it was dreadful. It was a. It was another one. I call them the films where you'd have taken all the fear away if you just turned the lights on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just. It just it. wasn't very good. And you know what? We're, what we're trying to do here is now we've got through the badens. These next two. These are gonna act as our um, as our like throwbacks. Not that it's a long time ago, but we. You know, a lot of these movies that we reviewed earlier in the year uh, are going to be available for you now to watch. So we want you to try and listen and pay attention and go back and watch these movies. So your, uh, let's go for your one that you weren't that bothered about, Mm. but turned out to be amazing. This one is sort of a double header, really, because not only did it turn out to be amazing, but it's also now going to be in my Christmas film list. Right. Of have to watch. So I'm going to have Home Alone, Santa Claus the movie, Die Hard, and now Violent Night. Violent Night. <laughs> I That film is so good. It's I don't, I don't get it. it. How did it become good? How did the Meg 2 become bad? Don't, it was really easy. Really easy. To Saying the name angers there. me. Yeah. And then this one, Violent Night, ended up being so incredibly good. It's such a good Christmas action, little bit of comedy thrown in. It's a perfect, once the kids have gone to bed, watch a film Christmas Eve night. Yeah, film. I, yeah, I, Violent Night, I think. I I probably went in with too high expectations. I think I remember that. Yeah. But I did really enjoy it. And there's no doubt that when Christmas time rolls around this year, I will 100% be watching what, it. What's Santa called? Guy who plays Santa? Oh, David Harbour. What? The guy who plays Santa? Yeah. David Harbour, isn't it? Yeah. Is so that his name? He, yeah. The one out of Stranger yeah, Things, isn't it? it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's Why did you look so at me like you had no idea? I thought, you said, saying... I thought you said Harper. At first, and I was like, "That." I thought you said Pearl Harbor. Yeah. So he's oh, he's perfect. Yeah, he's 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 a really good actor. He's absolutely great. And now he, I mean, their version of Santa, like a Turkish war hero from back in like two thousand. I think there's there's definitely a lot to like, and I think that's probably one that has slipped under the radar with a lot of people because. 
it came out at Christmas. It was mm. dominated by Avatar 2, if you remember. And then it went off because no one wanted to watch a Christmas movie after Christmas. So glad I and missed then, Avatar 2. Um, it, mate, all right, you know. It, Avatar 2 is decent. Yeah, uh, so I'm going to say the film that I wasn't that fussed about, which turned out to be amazing. And, and this, I have to admit, this was one where I loved it that much that I, you were actually couldn't come because you were poorly. Yeah. So I took my dad. Uh, no, it's not Halloween. Halloween ends because that's that could have been my turkey. That could have been my turkey easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it, the the film that I just wasn't that asked about, but I loved, and I cannot wait to watch it again. But this time with my daughter is Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Yeah. Oh, fair, fair enough. Yeah. Such an entertaining, yeah. fun, actually laugh out loud, funny. Well acted, amazing cast, great action, great effects, crazy kind of story. I mean, it's funny, you know, right? So obviously, Did everyone they get knows you to play the game. No, but everyone knows that. Like, listen, I'm not. I I I don't have an issue with people playing the game. It's not for me. It's funny though because I remember um, speaking to these two year sixes yeah. at my school. And I remember them saying to me, like, oh, what did you what did you do at the weekend, sir? And I went, oh, I went cinema. And they went, to watch what? And I went, Dungeons and Dragons. And they burst out laughing. I Honestly, they were like, oh, my God. Really? Such a nerd. And I was like, whoa. I was like, watch it. <laughs> I went, watch it, and then yeah. come back to me. That's your homework, children. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, Chris Pine, just absolutely so charisma to the max in the main role. And jo- the joke in it about the um you know his special skills yeah it's just that's such a good joke it's just (laughs) it's just yeah it's just great it's and again i feel like a lot of people and maybe a lot of people listening to this won't have seen it it should be heading to sky movies anytime um so yeah make sure you check it out if you can try and watch it get it watched because dungeons and dragons honor among thieves is 100 one of my absolute faves now Time for our favourite movie that we have seen at the cinema together or we've reviewed as part of this podcast, Courtney John. The Woman King. The Woman King, available on Sky Movies. Oh, watch it. It's it's the best, the best (laughs) film. It was nothing like what I was expecting. Um... It was, it's brutal to watch, but the reason it's brutal to watch is, and I'm still amazed by this, they did it all. Mm. Everything in it was real. It wasn't special effects, weren't CGI, it weren't wires. They did it. They ran barefoot. They, when they were skidding on their knees and it showed their knees getting torn up, they did, it, it was the most, everything about it, the script, the story and the acting, it was like perfect storm. All of them were perfect. And the acting was just, I've never seen anything like it. I've ne- it's, it was it ridiculous. Was, it was a it, film that was very, <laughs> kind of came out with not much chatter. It I think, wasn't, I didn't have a big was release. in America. Yeah, maybe. But in was America. in like, I remember saying to you, oh, we'll go and watch this. And you were like, what's that? You had no idea. And I'll agree, that was an absolutely epic film. And I know that a few of my friends, uh, one of whom who lives in Australia, 
uh, took that review and went to watch it and really enjoyed it. So, um, yeah, we're glad about yeah, that. Now, best film, best. My favorite one is not now, as good as the Wonder Man King. It's. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, do the favor, man. Shut up. You've had your time. Um, Learn how to say woman. <laughs> yeah, not as good as a Blair King. Uh, now there's been there's been some great ones. Do you know what I feel like we've been a bit shy of this season? Uh, comedies. Yeah, like really, yeah. like true funny Dumb and comedies. Like pet detective. Just, yeah, just like, like yeah, like super bad. Like yeah, forgetting yeah. Sarah Marshall, although we just not yeah we've not really had that. yeah we have we've not really had that many have we? Hopefully, listen, season two, season two. Mind you, it's I suppose they're Marvel were moving in mm, no, to comedy, I don't know. but it's not the same. So the my favourite movie uh, that we've reviewed this season. Now I'm going to give you two here. Now it's a bit cheeky from me, uh, but the only reason is by the time this episode comes out, one's actually available to watch, and one isn't. So. I'm going for, and because I just, you know, I'm an honest guy. I was born in Blythe, but I was made in the Loyal Navy. The Loyal Navy. Yes. <laughs> I, I am throwing out Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Now, this movie has flopped. It's not done well. It's a sad send-off for Indiana Jones and Harrison Such Ford. Such a good film. Please watch it. But it's, it's Make it like one of them cult classics. It's, it's so good. And what annoys me so much is that the, the kind of jip it's getting is because it's so unrealistic. It's an Indiana Jones film. You go back to all of the Indiana Jones films, there is craziness and ridiculousness, and that would never happen in a million years. In every single one. In every one. single one. And I thought it was fun. I thought Harrison Ford was amazing. What I loved that they didn't make him this superhero. He was an old man, but he was still, you know, he still had a bit, which is what we all kind of feel. <laughs> you know, I'm 34 and I still think I'm I've got better a smile. at sport. That's all I've got left I just smile. Like I just that. think it's great. But the other one that I do feel needs an honourable mention, and it's just been released on Disney+. Plus. Uh, so if you have got a Disney Plus subscription, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is by a country mile the best Marvel film since Endgame. It's, you I know, do like Endgame as well, so... But it's, I'm talking like, you know, a lot of people had a lot of love for Infinity War and Endgame. I completely agree with that. Uh, from that, there's been, there's been... There's been <laughs> not... You know, they've been kind of churning them out. Some have, not, some have been all right. Some have not been great. But Guardians 3 was exceptional. Yeah. To the point where I obviously went to see it twice. Me and you went to see it on opening night. Then I went with my dad and Isla. And I just thought it was incredible. Uh, and you can watch that on Disney Plus now. Yeah, it's just come on. Isn't best it? Yeah. cast, best film, great music, great times. And actually quite, even though you talk about films being unrealistic, you've got the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy and Aliens <laughs> and you're crying over a raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> There's levels to the game, yeah. isn't there? Was yeah. I crying about a Meg today? Yeah, but because I'd paid to watch it. We didn't go to Odeon, which is the cinema that we have a That's, free pass for. Yeah. You were like, come over to me, mate. Yeah. Hang on, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I feel like I can't do the impression of you when I was like next to you. Um, that was like boom play or something. <laughs> come over to my place. Come over to my place. It's snowing outside. Right, let me see if I've still got it. Bruv, you know, come over here, to, yeah, tomorrow. See, I don't yeah, think yeah, you, you do. sound. I you don't do. think you, you do. sound like me. You do. Everyone, people say 
that you do a good impression. Oh, great of me. impression. But I don't, I genuinely hear you and I'm like, no, that don't sound I like I genuinely I'm... hear you and I genuinely don't think no. I sound like you. Nah. The nah. nah. Yeah, the nah. I'll, I'll take the nah. Yeah. Uh, right, listen, that is going to do it for Adam and Cotney John's Big Movie Podcast. Uh, once again, I just want to say a massive, massive thank you uh, to Cotney John for being my partner in crime thank for the past both. few months. Uh, for everyone who's listened, for everyone who's recommended it, everyone who's put something in the group, you know, we really do appreciate your support. Thank you to Dad's Net. Uh, for all of their continued support we hopefully well we definitely will be back in september for some more movie reviews if you see anything that you think we should review throw it in the group we're hopefully going to get really you know a lot more active on the socials and you know fingers crossed that we can make this podcast i'm gonna try and learn what the socials are. yeah you, you need to learn how to be social and then yeah. we can work on the socials how to talk to people. yeah yeah um how to not get us cancelled and um yeah have an amazing summer holidays obviously if you're working through the summer Enjoy your weekends. If you've got family, spend quality time with them and make sure that you have the most amazing time. For more information on dad and parenting, check out dadsnet.com. Woo! Dadsnet! For all your dad and parenting tips and tricks. So, for the final time, um, I just want to say again, love you all. Carry on listening. Carry on sharing. We'll be back in September, but it is the time of the episode where I will give you the final thought, Mr. Courtney John. I mean, you literally just stole it. Like I was. I know I did. Say, did it on purpose. Did dick. it on purpose, such baby. Woo! Look, I'm not gonna lie. Like before, before we recorded, Cody John was like, "Oh, brother, I don't think I've got a final thought." And then I was just like, I oh, don't worry about you. Went, I might just kind of, you know, wish everyone a happy summer. Yeah. And I just thought, you fool. You fool. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, God. Oh, you're such a dick. Uh, Happy summer. Already said that, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hang on, hang on. When it was pissing down. Oh, one of my my (laughs) favourite podcast memories was, wasn't it February? And it was snowing and you were like, summer's round the corner. And everyone was like, no, it isn't. You absolute gimp. All I'll say is Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. In a bit.